Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome into the Win Daily DFS MLB pre lock show like we do every single day. Tony, this is Jason. You can follow us at Win Daily Sports on all social formats. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the notification bell as always so you know when we go live with our content. Jason, this is a seven game night slate, starts at six o'clock. We were talking about this a little earlier. There's some value arms in here. We're going to get right to the aces, guys that we're looking at. There's Four top guys right off the bat, and we, we start with Corbin Burns, but who is your ace? So one guy or two guys that you're putting all your money into for this slate? Look, I like Burns, though. I I, I still think he's got the, the highs upside. Worries me a bit on DraftKings. Just worries me a bit because San Fran, looking back to the starts that, you know, the Mets had against San Fran, they threw Carrasco out there, and he had a really good game. But Bassett? And McGill, who's been studly all entire year, they struggled um, against San Fran. And our guy in Discord, Graf Matt, is not going to like us stacking against his Giants. But you know what? Burns is still a top-end starter. He's got the highest K rate of the bunch for the most part. So I will still have shares of Burns, you know, and I'll try to get different other spots. But I think Scherzer is the safest. You know, there's over-under right now sitting at six and a half. The Mets are still favorites. I'm not really worried. This Cardinals lineup is good. Could be great, but they've been quiet as of late. They were they were hot out of the gate, and they slowed down. And they got more power from the right side with Goldschmidt and Arenado and O'Neal. So there's some righties there that Scherzer can get to. He's stretched out. You don't got to worry about that. And then you got Bieber, who I'm just going to stay away from. You know, I haven't played him much all year because there's a pitch count early. He's going against the Angels. The Angels have been hitting better. Adele is hitting. That's another bat in that lineup that you got to kind of fear. you got Trout, Otani, Walsh, and Marsh. So you have some bats. You know, I don't mention Rendon. I think he's overrated. I'll say that again. Similar to Christian Yelich. I think they're both overrated. Um, and then you got Bueller. Bueller is the guy that I think will be popular on DraftKings. That price is just too cheap. He's 8,800. doesn't make sense. He's the cheapest guy out of the bunch on FanDuel as well at 9400 So those are four guys. I will mix and match some shares. I'll probably still lean on Burns and Scherzer the most, then Bueller, and I'm not going to be playing Bieber. I just think something about him this year, he gets there, but he doesn't have that top end can get you 30 right now, and it's not a great matchup against the Angels as well. So how about aces of value? Let's talk about two guys real fast in Kyle Gibson for the Philadelphia Phillies at 6,800 and Jose Barrios for the Toronto Blue Jays against the Red Sox at 5,500. Yeah, Barrios just went against these, these Red Sox in Boston and went out there and had a big game, 21 and a half DK points, and somehow he's now cheaper. 
DraftKings, we've been saying this for the past two, three weeks since the season started. Whoever is pricing your pitchers and hitters has something wrong. And I've been wrong sometimes when I've been getting on DraftKings, and then the guy goes out there and has a bad game where the stack has a bad you know, night at the plate. But 5,500 for somebody who was a number one starter who just went out and got you 21 and a half against the same team. I don't know. Something's wrong there. I'll play him. He's too cheap at 5,500. He's a favorite. Minus 145 right now in the book. So Barrios is in play at 5,500. If you get 10 to 15, you're you're cruising. You're completely happy at 5,500. So I will have some shares of Barrios. I'm not going to go all in because I do think he's going to be the most popular pitcher on DraftKings. I will have some shares of Kyle Gibson as well. Look, he's 6,800. He's a minus 180 favorite. He looked great in his first start, then struggled. But I'm not too worried about Colorado. You know, it's not the best environment in Philly. Philly is a good hitter's park here. But to get off of some Barrios, I think Kyle Gibson makes the most sense. And, Tony, I'll ask you now, Kelly's been really good. He's been the best guy in this lower range. 0.59 ERA, 18 Ks and three starts here. He's got he's averaged around 20 points. Look, he's faced some good lineups too. Houston, San Diego, but it's the Dodgers, man. And the Dodgers are hitting any any small sliver of love for Merrill Kelly going against the Dodgers. Even though his numbers are really good, and even though you you make a very good argument because of his ERA and because of his whip and for everything he's been able to do. I still can't pay seventy two hundred, which is nineteen hundred dollars more, okay, than a guy like Berrios, right? So at fifty five hundred, actually, it's what seventeen hundred. Seventeen hundred, right? so, yeah. So seventeen hundred dollars, not nineteen. Seventeen hundred. That's a lot that can get you a big power bat, which we're going to vote, talk about stacks as well. So I would rather go Berrios. I would even go Kyle Gibson and save the 400 at 6,800 before I went to Mr. Kelly. That's just my opinion. But for me, I'm building my lineup. I'm throwing it right now as much as you're going to like this, and I hate to say it. I'll go Scherzer, and I'm going to go uh, Jose Berrios. They're not going to be my two aces for tomorrow in my in my lineup build. Yeah, funny, man. FanDuel, I'm looking at the price on the FanDuel. FanDuel's got Merrill Kelly as the third highest priced pitcher. Wow. They don't have the 640 game, so there's no burns. But they have Scherzer, Bieber, and then Kelly. Kelly's actually in front of Walker Bueller. So, look, he's mm. pitched really well. And he, he can go out there and, and stifle the Dodgers. Look, I'm not going to pitch Kelly. But I might lighten the load on the Dodgers as far as like a stacking perspective. But the Dodgers are still the Dodgers, man. They're the Dodgers. They got Mookie Betts that's hitting. They got Freeman. They got Bellinger. They got Turner. They got bats for days. The over-under is eight and a half right now. Um, Dodgers, are they a team that you want to stack against Merrick Elion? Ah, man, it's it, it, it's tough. It's tough because even though they're really good, if you're going to put a bunch of players up against a guy who's being really dominant right now, it can really hurt you. For me, what I'm doing is I'm going to take one guy, right? And I know a lot of people may jump on Cody Bellinger, rightfully so, because he is only $3,200, and he's playing very, very well. For me, I'm going to surround everybody around Freddie Freeman. I like the Freeman play against my man Merrill Kelly. I like it. He's going to be the one Dodger I play in my lineup, so I like Freddie Freeman. 
Yeah, stacking is going to be tough on this slate. But before we get to stacking, man, what do you want to talk about next? Are we talking well, gas cans? We're we talking stacks. What do we want to talk about next? Well, I think you could go both, right? So let's talk about it. We always talk about guys to attack, pitchers we want to attack against. It's going to kind of you know segue right into uh, our stacks as well. But one of those guys, Dane Dunning, I, I think is that guy as a gas can that we want to attack from the Texas Rangers. We're going to attack him with the Houston stack, in my opinion. And then Kyle Freeland. I think he's another guy. Even though, even though he's signed with the Phillies, you know, his last start, I don't think he gets them again. He's still sporting 7.71 ERA. So, for me, Jason, those are my two gas cans. What do you think about the gas cans? Yeah, I agree on both of those. Like, you have to take recency bias out of the equation when you're building you know, more so than any other sport, MLB, they're playing every day. And these these bats are going to have slumps. And, you know, when you're on them and they're losing you money every single day, it hurts. It really does hurt to go out there, especially for me, to lose money with Philly stacks hurt because I, I hate the Phillies. I'm a Met fan. But they're in a great spot here. They could wake up any single day. Like, we played them in cores. Game one, they sucked. Game two, they sucked. But game three was a game, I believe, I remember correctly, that they went off. So similar situation here. They're going against Freeland back at home. Dude, they just got shut out by Eric Lauer, who struck out, I think, 12, 13 guys. They didn't score a run versus Milwaukee here. Look, if Freeland does go, you got to like some Phillies bats. They make a lot of sense. I think a team that might be, you know, sneaky to some extent will be Milwaukee and the Mets. You know, the over-under right now is six and a half in this Cardinals-Mets game. You know, most to do with Max Scherzer going. Mets have been hitting well, though, all year long. They got one of the best run differentials out there in the league right now. So I think the Mets will still be under-rolling on this slate. It's a it's a pitcher's park. So that's part of the reason why the Mets will be on their own. But there are some bats there. McNeil hitting well at the top of the lineup or somewhere in the middle of the lineup. You got Alonzo, Lindor, Marte. There's enough bats here. Escobar has been hitting some value, always being at lineup. So I think the Mets are sneaky. And then Milwaukee, I'm not really sure what to make of them because, look, they're going against an opener. And an opener sometimes can work for you or against you. But I think Milwaukee has the opportunity playing at home, playing behind Burns to get to, you know, the long relief here of San Fran and put up some runs here. Guys like Telez, um, I'm not a yellowish guy, but – I caught him on his first home run. Maybe I can catch him on his second home run. He's stealing some bases now, too. You've got Colton Wong, who's cheap, Adamez. A couple good bats there with McCutcheon there. So Milwaukee will be in play as well. You know, it's funny because you, you, you speak on the Mets, and it's pretty remarkable because as much as we're talking about stacking these guys and you talked about, you know, offensive run production, they have three guys that are over 5,000, and possibly they're just missing five guys, Jason, that are over 5,000. It, it, it it's remarkable. They are playing like a team possessed. But I, I'm going to attack our gas can, okay, in, in, in Mr. Dunning, and I'm going to stack the Houston Astros. I got it right this time. Um, and again, right. I, I'm going to stack the Houston Astros. I like the Astros that again, it's not something that everybody's going to you know fall into. Uh, but I look at it and I can get a guy like Gariel for 3,600. I can get Bregman and Pena, who's been red hot for under 5,000. And then I can get an FFVP and McCormick for 2,600, leaving out 
the big guy in the lineup purposely in Alvarez because what I'm going to do is I'm going to put Freddie Freeman, save the $200, get me some shares of Freddie Freeman. So that's where I'm going to go right with that play right there. But any other value, Jason, that you see on this slate? I, you know, you talked about some value stacks. Maybe we talked about some value pitchers, but anything, you know, as far as a value play that you're looking at? I think Colorado, you know, I'm not – look, we, we like Gibson. We believe he can go out there and do something. I think Colorado has some sneaky bats that can be – you know, I'm not saying they're cheap, but you have certain bats here that can get you there. And you're looking on a seven-game slate. You're looking at ways to get a little bit different. So I think Colorado could be different. I think Toronto, you know, Valdi's been good, but he hasn't been great. So you can get some value out of guys like Tapia, Guriel, see who's starting in the outfield. Springer's expensive. Guerrero's expensive. Uh, Zach Collins, every time I start this dude, he does work for me. So he's like my favorite player to play in DFS right now because he's always cheap. He's hitting 303, three home runs. So I think Toronto can get to Valdi. They're back at home now. So I don't mind Toronto as a sneaky stack. And they got some cheap bats. Like I said, Zach Collins. It's going to be in the middle of that lineup, hopefully, at 3,200. And then you got Tapia, Gurriel, 3,200, 3,100. Look, if Zimmer gets the start, you know, possibility. Biggio hasn't been hitting at all, but, you know, maybe one day he, he hits a home run and gets back into the swing of things. But Toronto has some cheap bats as well. I think Toronto can be sneaky. And then Cleveland, you know, Lorenzen came out the gate. Great start. But since then, you know, kind of down. So, Nobody's going to really be playing this this last game. They see Lorenzen. They remember the, the early start he had. So guys like, you know, J-Ram, Jose Ramirez is out there. And then you got some cheap bats like an Owen Miller or Josh Naylor or Bradley, whoever starts at first base. And then, you know, depending on the outfield of Mercado, Reyes, again, Naylor can be playing the outfield. Cleveland is also sneaky here against Lorenzen because Lorenzen, look, he had that one good start. But he didn't look so good in the last start. Only lasted three innings against Houston. Let up a home run, four earned runs, and two walks. So it was the opposite of what you saw in his first start. You know, one guy I want to make mention, a value guy that I'm looking at. We talked about Walker Bueller being 8,800. And we talked about him kind of being inconsistent. That's why the number is low. And I know Arizona is not this huge offensive team. But you got a guy named Christian Walker who does have four home runs and is only at $3,000. Somebody has to hit on that team. You remember back in the day, a guy like Mark Reynolds who would hit 30 to 35 home runs with a bat under 200. That's what Christian Walker may absolutely be. Uh, but in this game, make a couple mistakes. Walker Bueller, boom, for 3000 you can get a guy that gives you 16 to 17 DK points. So he's going to be my value play on that slate. Uh, Jason, I, I know it's early you know, but looking at, you know, Vegas, any, you know, team bet that you may look at, well, you know, a team that you think is going to win, a team that's getting, you know, whether it be money line, whether it be points, anything you're looking at before we get out of here. Yeah, I hate to be a homer, but anytime you give me Scherzer and minus 135 to win a game, I think that's a great spot. Um, the Mets have been winning. The Cardinals just lost to Cincinnati. It's one game. But I think you can get the Mets maybe first five, um, you know, game, both sides of it. I like the Mets here. They've been winning every series. They've been winning most of their games. They're one of the hottest teams. And Mikolas, like you shouldn't see Mikolas and Scherzer 
and then Scherzer not being a heavy favorite here. So I think Scherzer is in a good spot. He's been sharp all year long, and the Mets are the better team right now. So I think minus 135 on the Mets makes sense. And, and your Astros too, man, minus 135 against Dane Dunning and Valdez. You know, a little back and forth the way he's starting, but doesn't make sense to me that both the Astros and, and the Mets are, you know, not as big of a favorite with the better starter, with the better team right now. I think those two spots are in a good spot. And you're not going to like this one too much, but you're giving me plus 155 against the Phillies who can't score a run against Lauer. So I don't think it's it's a terrible bet. It's not terrible value. It's actually really good value to take the Rockies who they're winning. They're playing winning baseball right now, and the Phillies aren't. Look, Schwarber might have woken up these bats by having a tirade after getting punched out by Hader late in that game. But I think plus 155, I'm probably not going to bet it as of right now. My two best bets are going to be the Astros and the Mets. But I think there is some value in the Rockies with a plus 155 number on them right now. Yeah, plus money is always the way to go, but I can't do plus money against my Phils, full <laughs> transparency. But especially second time around against Kyle Freeland. But I love the Houston play. I love the Mets play, even though I am a Philly guy. But listen, as always, this is the MLB Win Daily uh, DFS pre-lock early show, early pre-lock show. We do this every day. So make sure you're following us at Win Daily Sports on all social formats, whether it be Instagram, whether it be YouTube, whether it be TikTok. Whether it be Facebook, you just type in Win Daily, you will find us. We drop bets of the day, we drop props of the day. We got tons of content on the website. The articles drop. We have like three or four baseball articles dropping every single day. Uh, we got some UFC stuff coming up. We got NASCAR. You got the PGA Draftcast, the golf show coming up on Tuesday night. We got the NFL Draft Show that we're gonna do the live eight o'clock on Thursday. Tons of stuff. Uh, but for Tony, for Jason. As always, everybody stay safe and stay healthy. Good luck, good bets, and we'll catch you here next time.